We have Baton Rouge, Louisiana Zone joining me here on the show here today. Sports Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max, Light 265, iHeartRadio. One of the nicest MCs in the game for sure. WebLife 4 available on all platforms. Number 37 on the Apple Music Charts. How's it going, Tech? How's your day going? How are you enjoying the success of the new album? How's it feeling? Shit, I'm at home just chilling. Still got my robe on and shit. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate y'all having me on this bitch. Of I course. Curse, right? Yeah, you can. Uh, yeah. Be, your, be yourself, man. That's the most important thing. You keep it real at all times. From even, I want to get into the track wordplay eventually because that's my favorite off the album. You kept it real right off. There's a couple of messages I want to get into, but your your post on Instagram just calling out the D riders yesterday because you're a real person in this industry, and I know all the blog eras out here they want to bait all these rappers and they're getting them in jail, and even some of them getting led to death, unfortunately, which is crazy. Uh, how does it? What does it take to be successful in this industry when you're a real person? Because it is a fake industry. Shit, it take a lot. You said it yourself. It's a fake industry. You know, that real shit be real. So, like, they glorifying that fake shit right now. Like, that's what's going on. Like, you know, like, that's what they doing. They promoting the fake niggas. They promoting the gay shit. They promoting motherfucking all these wannabe gangster shit, all this shit. Like, man, nigga don't got to be none of that. You know what I'm saying? Just be yourself. Stay true to your art because they, they can't deny real talent, real music. So, that's that's the main thing. Just stay you, stay silent. Don't be with all that dick riding. And stay to yourself, because, like, I avoid a lot of shit by not going around other rappers and fucking with them and shit. Like, I mean, you know, I'm I'm with working. I'm with working with um with everybody or whatever, but, like, as long as it's work, I ain't really on too getting too personal and letting people in my world on be with that shit. I just protect my energy. And be in my only world. Like that's the, the best advice I could give you if you in this shit. Wordplay, like I said, I wanted to address this track. You really set the the tone of the album off with this one. Made so many enemies. Why do you envy me? When did you start to notice that people started to switch up on you? Because when you're a successful person such as yourself, these people just hate you for no reason. Shit, I noticed. I noticed what it was. Um but like like, before a nigga even got famous, they even went to taking it off, like, talking about it. I, I knew when I was just there with myself alone in my shit, I'm like, I see what it is, you hear me? Like, I see motherfuckers were showing their hand with me before. A lot of people get that shit, like, you know, it come to them fast or whatever, so they be having to catch on late and shit, and it be blinded and shit. But, like, I seen before I even really turned up, and that's how it just kept me in my own world, kept me away from people. Like I said, like, I don't really be with that shit, like, socially. I'm not really a social person. I don't really fuck with people. So, I just, you know, I caught on to the hate and shit before, because before money and anything, whatever, when a nigga ain't had shit, they seen something in a nigga. They just seen it, and, and it, they ain't have it in themselves, so it made them hate a nigga. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Especially on the business side of things, sign bad deals to get the objective of it. You have your, your share of the mill right. there. How come some of the OGs in the game in hip-hop that have gone through these experiences don't want to share the knowledge to guys such as yourself and the younger artists? Because we can learn from the mistakes. I feel like a lot of them, a lot of them be just like envious too and just, you know, don't want to. Don't want to just give to the young niggas and let them have their time. And uh, and some of them probably just feel like the young niggas ain't gonna listen. Just like in the streets when when like old G's and old niggas who was 
going like meet niggas in jail and older niggas and shit like man chill out bro woo, woo, y'all niggas ain't ready to do this i got all this time it's gonna be you if you don't stop and shit nigga ain't want to hear that shit and i feel like it'd be the same way with the industry like the old head niggas be knowing like man these young niggas don't want to hear what i got to say so fuck it you know what i'm saying but i wish i had that you know somebody to tell me about that shit but i had to learn myself signing fucked up deals like a lot of shit. Like right now, what the fuck? I'm still learning. You hear me? Like this shit I ain't in. Like I'm with this asylum shit. They so bullshit. <laughs> but I'm yeah, like four. That's my last project with them, and I'm always over with. Well, it's option. You know what I'm saying? But I'm I'm it's over with me. I'm getting the fuck the show. After this asylum deal, not that uh, this is your last project with them. Are you looking to just go independent? Because you built the fan base already, and, and the impact is there. Are you going independent? Yeah, I'm going to stay independent for a little while. They showed me that I could do it by myself because I really did this. Web life, all the success, everything is happening with it is really off the muscle of me. Like every feature I got on there, it was myself, my wrong relationships. They, I ain't getting no posts on the blogs, none of that shit. So me charting the, the, the song trending on YouTube, you know what I'm saying? That's just myself and my little small team that I got around me. You know what I'm saying? And shout out to the niggas that is featured on it. They help. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, I ain't had none of that shit. These other niggas be having the, the big blogs, post them, the academics, the uh, the say cheeses, all that shit. Them niggas ain't support my shit like that. And no shade to them. I fuck with Sean Cotton. You know what I'm saying? I, he probably ain't see it or whatever. But yeah, I ain't have all that shit, but I don't need it. And I don't no. need a label neither because the label ain't shit but a bank. They just giving you a loan, and with, with you gonna have to pay that shit back with entrance. So that's all it is. A label ain't shit but a bank. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So nigga, do this shit on their own. You just it just take a lot of time. It take a lot of money for sure. So you just gotta have you know have your bread right, and you can do this shit, bro. So for me, for in the future, I'm gonna try to stay independent for like probably a year and a half, just on some. Because I like to drop a lot of music. When I'm not dropping music, I be depressed and shit, like, for real. And and being with a label, they stop that shit. Like, you can't really drop until you got all your business shit all the way right. They stop you from dropping. They don't want you to drop right out the project because they, they feel like you going to get in the way of their investment on their project. Like, they... It ain't about the music or nothing to them. It's strictly business. So they take all the fun out of it. So, you know, I'm going to just have me a little more fun, independent for a little while until I run it up how I want. And then, fuck it, sign major, sign with a major label. And if they see me up, it's going to be a big enough bag that I ain't even fucking tripping. No. And, and it's going to work shit. out for you because it already is. And right. you've spoken about this whole industry stuff before is that they look a, at all these hip-hop artists like action figures. Right. Yeah, they, they look at a nigga like action figures. Like, I was with labels that was telling me beef with niggas. Like, do this, do that shit, do that shit. And they weren't looking at it from what I was looking at it from. Because I beef, that's like, that shit, don't nobody really want to do that when you done made it. Like, even from both sides, ain't nobody being scared of nothing. It ain't about that shit. Nigga don't want to do that because that shit stop money. It start politics shit. You can't fuck with certain people. It's just a whole lot of shit come around it. But for them, 
it's more money, more clout, more attention, more fame, more this, the blogs post. They like that type of shit. Or if you go to jail or if you die, they like all the money left us. Fuck, we ain't got to make sure it's cheering straight. Gives people, because he ain't have his contract or he ain't had his shit straight. We ain't, he ain't know he was finna die, but fuck it. It works out for us. And that's how it be sometimes. I'm looking for wood. <laughs> They'll give you the bag, but the, they won't tell you what to do with it. Now that you've gone through your experiences, right. what do you do with the bag once you get it? Uh, invest. That's the most important thing you could do. Cause I would say save and all that shit, but every day you got money in the bank, that shit getting lesser and lesser. You know what I'm saying? It's like so. The best thing you could do is invest. When you get your bag. Invest that bag into something that you believe in, or some get some people around you, like a consultant that that can help you and tell you about stuff, you know, investments and stuff like that. But the best thing for the do is invest, because you could be just saving that money, but as you saving, you steady gonna have to spend on bills and life gonna happen. So, like you know, just you gotta invest that shit. That's the main thing. That's the just have you a plan. And, you know, plan that shit all the way out and invest into the right shit. Mm -hmm. So a few years ago that you were with No Limit and I heard that about you leaving that situation because Master P was like put on the camouflage and rep No Limit and you feel as though you weren't getting what you wanted to do across. What's your relationship with Master P to this, to this day? Because he gave you some tough love and he showed you, he said that if these white guys in these corporations are going to jank you, what makes me different? Right. Um, I mean, I, I salute Pete for the for what everything he did. I still fuck with him. We don't talk no more like that. But you know, it's still love on my end. I don't know how he feel. I, I only time I really hear from Pete is when I talk to people that that's that's associated with both of us, and they'll tell me, you know, some shit he said or how he feel about my career and all this type of shit. But, you know, shots out to Pete. You ain't know it's, it's still love over here. Because I remember you talking with him and you wanting to get Maine involved. And he was immediately, he, he fell in love with the music, what he was doing. Because he reminded him of the Soul yeah, to Slim. And, yeah, that's how it went. That's how it went. Um, but at first, when it, when I first tried to bring Maine, like before I went to jail and shit, he wasn't fucking with Maine. He was like, Oh, that nigga ugly. He ain't got the image. He ain't got this. He ain't got that. He can rap, but he ain't got that. So, boom, when I came home from jail, I told him, like, I'm not coming out there. Like, I had like I had so much shit built up because P ain't really keep it real with me on the jail shit, but he going to tell you that before you go to jail. He like, nigga, I ain't, I ain't with that shit. Josie no nigga, no shit. Like, he let a nigga know that, so I ain't expect nothing. But my whole Josie's, like, I did like three and a half years, and then he sent me like $500 all together, which was straight. I wouldn't trip because some niggas ain't send me shit. You know what I'm saying? So I wouldn't trip, and I was happy with and grateful with that. But um, but I just had a lot of shit built up, in it, and I just became like all the way a man in jail and shit. And I was like, I ain't coming back around this shit like, unless everything lying out. Like, I'm grown now. I ain't no little kid who just got time to waste and come sleep up in the studio and be chilling all around your shit. I want my own shit. So it was just like, man, I want my dog to come out here with me. We got our own vision. Whatever we got going on, we gonna fuck with you, but you gotta hear me out this time. And that's that's just what it was. So 
that after that, when Maine came, once he finally seen Maine or whatever, he was like, man, this nigga remind me of Slim and love this nigga and woo woo woo. And it just instantly went like that. But at first it wasn't that. I'm telling you, it wasn't that. That nigga P ain't see it. And you you really had an eye open experience going out to LA because you were like you saw his house and you're like, damn, this is this is what I want to be. Nigga had me in Calabasas. Yeah. <laughs> Kardashians and shit out there, you know? So yeah, I'm looking like, man, what the fuck? Cause man, from my city, a lot of motherfuckers think like it don't get no bigger than Baton Rouge. Oh, that's Louisiana, period. If you from Louisiana, nigga think like it don't get no bigger than Louisiana. And that's why we just be stuck up in this little box in our mind, like type of shit. But it's so much more to the world. Like just going anywhere, seeing the world, seeing different places, traveling, that shit inspire you and just make you like, damn, like this shit, like, you know, mm-hmm. like that shit be, that shit be crazy. And I was seeing that shit at a young age. I got to leave at a young age strictly off of, me rapping and shit so i got to see a lot of shit a lot of niggas didn't see and i ain't even noticed it was just it was like that until i did have to go sit down in jail and shit because like nigga i be running my eps and shit nigga the whole motherfucking dorm everybody in the sit like everybody there just be crowded around me just to listen to what i'm saying like visioning that shit because they ain't never seen it before or never had even thought about this shit you know no so that shit showed me a lot like damn, a lot of niggas don't get this opportunity to even travel. Like that shit, that shit a blessing. Yeah. What are some of the the fallouts that you're still noticing from Louisiana, Baton Rouge, New Orleans, the whole area? Because Hurricane Katrina was so devastating to that area. So what are some of the impacts that you're noticing to this day that's still affecting the people in Louisiana from Hur- Hurricane Katrina? Oh shit. I mean that shit just gonna all it's it's scarring. Like it'll never be the same. So and a lot of people like that shit just put a lot of people behind and they still trying to get ahead from it. And like like it, it just put my whole state like behind on some shit, like I feel. And we all just trying to get ahead, you know what I'm saying? That shit just scarring to even think about that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And it's always every motherfucking year around my birthday. I'm a Virgo year, my birthday in August, so it's motherfucking hurricane season. So you never know when another one gonna come, how bad it's gonna be or what. So shit. Yeah, that was devastating and it's right. you, you'll see documentaries on it to this day. Right. Fucking right. Crazy. But I mean you you've been through a lot throughout your life and, and hearing about you going to jail and just you describing your time there because you described it as being like a slave because they had you working with a hoe. And you've even yeah. described it just being so demeaning and that there's a jail within a jail in there. So, and then you talk about, cause yeah. there's all, what it is, it's all systemic racism. We see what's going on. Prison is the new slavery for sure. But right. how deep do you think systemic racism is within these record companies and just the music industry as a whole? Because when you look at it, they trap you into these deals where you don't have the freedom to release what you want to do, your own art and creativity. They jank you out your deals. They're stealing your money. So how deep right. is this systemic racism in the industry in which people don't really speak about? Hey, bro, that shit deep as fuck because, like, they found the way. They just found the way to stop niggas from making so much money. They looking like all these stupid-ass niggas getting this money off this rap shit. We about to find a way to to even make that slavery, too, with these niggas. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because niggas find way out. Niggas make businesses. Niggas help other people out and this and that. So now they doing shit like 
they doing this shit with the like the label, like just trapping you and slaving you and deals. They also hit niggas with the Ricos. They doing all they finding all kind of ways. And they every day they just now that we just using this phone and these apps and shit, they making it even worse because it's like you gotta go through them to get on these platforms. So it's like you gotta kinda fuck with them some type of way. Not even if you signed all the way, you gotta fuck with them through distribution. Or like you really like they got shit like TuneCore and shit like that, but they ain't gonna really put you in no good spots. Like I didn't did good on TuneCore. I did great just for the say. Like I done seen other people, but that shit like one in a million. They know there's only so much you could do. You ain't gonna be able to reach certain platforms. You ain't gonna be able to you ain't gonna be able to get too far without them. Cause all this shit is with these labels, they got the relationships that you don't have. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, bro. They just, they know what the fuck they doing, bro. They know how to keep a nigga down. And fuck. Jail, like, uh, when I was telling you about that jail shit, man, that shit going on, like, I'm telling that shit to some niggas I know from up north and shit, they couldn't believe it. They like, y'all niggas down south, really, like, like on some life shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, walking like around, the movie. like, really, really, yeah, like the movie Life, you got your hoe, the, the fucking man on the horse, like, walking the straight line, you out there, bitch, really, like, you know, making rolls to plant your own food and this type of shit. It's like, for real. And that shit real. Because me, I ain't never had no fucking job. So me going to jail, doing that shit, I'm like, man, what the fuck? <laughs> so I, I really flashed out. Like, I threw my hoe down and was like, man, fuck this shit. You do this shit. And nigga like, the, the nigga on the horse like, who said that, boy? Wow. And, and bitch ass niggas so scared. They like, man, take your leak, take your leak. So I'm just like, fuck it. I said it. And I, they sent me to motherfucking a jail in a jail, like I told you, like some small lit, small lit shit. You know what I'm saying? Just your bunk and you got enough room to get down and go piss right there, the toilet right there, type shit. So, and I was in that bitch for like six months, but at the end of the day, fuck, I I, I stayed in that bitch for the whole summer. So by the time you time me to go back work, it was cool. I wasn't tripping. Because <laughs> niggas was out there really literally passing out in the sun, bro. Like, out there really just, boom, niggas dropping. Like, that shit, man, that shit get real, man. And, and no one reports on it. There's never any report Because they cover it up. Wow. Yeah, they don't give a fuck, man. I know niggas that got killed in that bitch. The people killed them. They wow. they family calling up there, trying to bring the news up there, all that. They making it like something else happened. Like he died from some other shit, like. That type of shit. They know how to cover themselves up. They gonna protect their own for sure. That. Yeah. Well, they're get, we're exposing them here, and they're gonna continue to get exposed on platforms like this, and just stories right. that we hear. And you know, that's why when you see these racist cops held accountable, this is why it's so important to do that because the accountability factor means everything. But I, I did want to get into this. I feel like Rockefeller reincarnated. Is it still your goal to own an NBA team? I just saw you walk past a, a Kobe poster in the background, so it seems like you're a big sports yeah, I guy. Yeah, he right there. Yeah, rest right in peace there. of the Mamba. Yeah, that was my favorite player for real. Um, but yeah, I used to say that type of shit when I'm on the sports team. I still do. I want to, but that shit be like far fetched. I mean, maybe one day, hopefully, we gonna keep going. We trying to get there. If you had a team of your choice, what would it be for you to own a stake in and become owner of? You know, I gotta fuck with the home team. Man. I'm going. I gotta get the Pelicans. The Pelicans. Yeah, the Pelicans. Oh, motherfucking. Yeah, the Pelicans. I, I got to fuck with the home team. Yeah. For sure. 
get him that ring. Get Zion motivated here. Get you guys that yeah, ring that man. you deserve. Chichi, I see you ripping over there. You sinks down. Yeah, just just for you. I always do that for my guests. Wherever they're from, I make yeah. sure to represent. Oh, yeah. Where you from, though? You know, I'm from Connecticut. I went out to school in Queens at St. John's in New York, so I rep the tri-state area. But anytime I have a guest on, I always rep where you guys are from. Yeah, man. I fuck with that. I fuck with that. I love to see it, bro. You know, who that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, who that? Who, who that beat them ain'ts? <laughs> yeah, classic man that's that stuff is classic right there but even with systemic racing with, with you own a team we need more diversity in the league more than just michael jordan with the hornets because look at what john morant's going through right now with the whole gun situation that's they're, they're judging him because he's black they're putting the, the hammer down for him on that i understand that bro they is judging him because he's black and doing a lot of shit like that but at the end of the same time of the day you know they're going to do that. Yeah. So why be stupid? Don't be stupid, bro. Be smart. Like, don't give them a reason to fuck with you. And they done already gave you a warning. I feel like the second time, like the first warning, I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm like, man, they tripping. They got dude fucked up. Like, you could carry, you know. He, he, he trying to protect himself. He ain't lose his right to carry. He ain't no convicted felon. He ain't none of this shit. But it's like when you're just doing it again, bro. Man, that shit just make it hard to just stand behind. I'm going to stand behind it regardless because I fuck with the young nigga. I like what he's doing or whatever. But at the same time, you got to be smarter, bro. Because, man, let the motherfucker give me $200 million. Nah, I never listened to a rap song a damn my life. Nigga, I'd be riding around this bitch bumping gospel. I wouldn't make a rap song. I wouldn't do shit. I wouldn't give a fuck. Or if I did make it, I'd never put it out. Like, I'll walk straight. Because it's like, nigga, I, I made it. I made it to this point, bro. And there's so many people that want to be in your position and want to have this type of shit. And you know what I'm saying? You got it. You can't play with it. You got to take that shit and make shit right. Make it better for the young niggas that's just like you, that bump music and hold guns. And then show them that shit ain't what's am. Go do this. Get, some, get you a bag, bro. Because a lot of niggas get money and go backwards. I don't get it. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> like, why the fuck you gonna get money and now you thugging? For what, nigga? The object is to stack and get the fuck. Nigga, away from this shit. Nigga, I don't want to be no gangster. I don't want to be going to jail, putting my life in jeopardy, being away from my family and my kids and all this bitch-ass shit for trying to be a gangster and a thug and all that shit. Nigga, I did that. See, that's how you know niggas who ain't never do it. The niggas that be trying to do it right now. See, I've been thugging since I was motherfucking could remember since I became a teenager. So it's like all that shit, like clubbing, thugging, staying out, clutching guns, shooting out, you know, shootouts, trapping, all that type of shit. I already did that shit. So it's like that shit, I'm burnt out on that shit. Like nigga, nigga trying to learn some other shit. And like these other niggas, they, they, that shit just getting, it's so exciting to them because they just start doing it. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, my nigga. Exactly. Fuck that shit, man. We trying to we trying to make it out, man. We trying to make it out and bring some more people out that shit. You yeah. going backwards? The fuck is wrong with niggas? <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. You you want to get out of the any situation that you're in that isn't benefiting you? You want go, right. to go to the upper echelon? You know, make it out, be successful. That's the whole point. And, and just we're thinking about it with your career because you recognized it that. You can give people the both sides because you know you recognize that people rap about the same topics today. The women, cars, this, the same thing over and over. What made you want to take the poetic route? Because I've heard you cite people like Kendrick and J. Cole as you kind of wanting to take that route as in your catalog. 
Yeah, J. Cole, like, my top three. It's just, like, I don't know. Where I'm from, that's what we do. We glorify murder. We do that. Like, that shit just, even me, I ain't going to stunt. Like, I don't, I ain't did it before. I don't still do it because people gravitate to that shit. They like that shit more than you talking, me being smart and saying some real shit. They love a nigga acting dumb. Or saying some dumb shit or talking about killing or this and that. Me wanting to do that is just because it's so much more shit to life than just that type of shit. Holes, guns, money. It's a lot of shit. Like, it's a lot of shit in life. So I just be telling my story and a lot of people relate to it. You know what I'm saying? And from me listening to people like J. Cole and shit like that, that just made me want to try myself like to see you know get out of my zone because it was at one point nigga i was on some straight boosted shit like straight boosted head you know what i'm saying because boosted the one who really made me start wanting to make music so when i made music a lot when i first started a lot of the shit was like similar to boosted like in my mind i was in the booth i was what boosted say <laughs> type <laughs> shit but then it was like man i got when i found myself as an artist like i gotta tell my story i gotta you know what I'm saying? Challenge younger artists under me, make them wanna know and, and know that niggas in Baton Rouge, they got lyricists come from down here too. They got niggas, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to, you know, up that shit. And, and it ain't just about no guns, this type of shit. It's most shit to life, bro. You just gotta live it. And that's that go back to me traveling at an early age and doing this type of shit, because I got to see other shit. Exactly. And it's going on all around the industry. And shout out to you wanting to showcase that you're a true artist with the lyricism that there's other artists out here doing it. Because New York, I said it, the whole industry sounds like Atlanta and they're trying to make everyone sound the same beef with each other. Because you've said it in the past that how come hip hop's the only genre that has diss songs? Country doesn't right. they don't diss each other. And it, like, what would even a country diss song even sound like? Like, you can't yeah, even it imagine like, it. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Like, they don't got none of that shit. Like, YG's and rap, hip-hop, we the only ones tear each other down, diss each other. We in competition. They got niggas like Academic posting other niggas' numbers, this numbers, want a nigga to, like, battle for this shit. Toxic. Taylor Swift don't got a battle with no other bitch. She ain't beefing with no other bitch. Oh, motherfucking Billy Ray Cyrus. I'm not really a country fan, so that's the only nigga I can think of when it comes to country. Um, He's not dissing no nigga or getting on no interview, talking about no nigga for the blogs to post him or whatever. They still going to support his album. Like, he don't got to do that shit. Like, we got to do that shit. And that's yeah. still like a slavery mentality. That's that's why the label like, we can really slave these niggas because look at what they doing. They got the house niggas, they got the field niggas and they all against each other. Yeah. yeah. So we we can use this shit to our advantage. Let's keep them. Let's keep this shit hot. Let's keep it what it is. Like, let's glorify this murder. When this nigga die, like, you know what I'm saying? That shit be man. Yeah. That shit full gaze. A lot of times I really wanted to stop fucking with this shit because it go against just everything i stand for but it's like i feel like i gotta continue to do it and don't stop because i'm just one of the ones like the real show people like the real shit rap like you ain't got a dick pull you ain't gotta try to beef with no nigga you ain't gotta do nothing but stay you and stay true to yourself and to your music and believe in yourself and everybody else gonna fall in line and you're starting to see it now, and you've been seeing it for years. You've been putting in the work for over 10 years now. What's kept you encouraged all along? Because you've been on a long journey, and as Nipsey said, it's not a race, it's a marathon. So it's how have marathon. you stayed encouraged? Bitch, it's not a race. Um, 
fuck the fans. They keep me going. Mm. Like I like web like four, bro. I've been through so much shit trying to get this shit done. Like I told you with the label shit, with like all kind of shit, regular life shit, and it's just so many times I was like, man, fuck this shit, fuck that project. Just let them put it out. I don't even care. I don't care what it do, what it did, woo, woo, woo. But once it really came out, it just gave me motivation. The, the reaction that the fans gave me and shit, that shit kept me going, like, kept me wanting to go. Like, like, oh, no, nah, you ain't done yet, bitch. They fucking with this. And it's like so much shit was against me with dropping this project, but it still came out, and they loving it. It's charting. I'm trending on shit. It's, it's doing great. It's doing better than what I thought. Like, I was like, fuck it. I didn't care. Cause it was so much with the the label wanting me to sign these um get these producer agreements, artist agreements, and everybody else had to get paid before I get paid. So it's it's hard to keep motivation when the bitch is not even paying you for your work. You know what I'm saying? But still, nigga, gotta still keep motivating, still stay solid. It's about the fans, the happiness, the like people telling me how much a song touched them and. How shit get them through life and shit like that. That shit keep a nigga going for real. Cause it's like it means something to these people. Like that shit means something for real. They believe in this shit for real. Web Life Four. You you mentioned that you're done with Asylum after this. What's the update on the project with Jack Boy? Cause I I heard did hear that you were having a project release with him. Yeah, yeah. We about to drop on. We gonna drop another single off. Of, we dropped one single. Stand on business on That's YouTube. Right. Like a half a mil right now, but. We about to drop another one on the 27th. You the only one I'm telling this to notice right now. We dropping on 27th um, this month, and it is the Presidential Cemetery. Me and Jack Boy, that bitch, that bitch gonna go so hard. It's just like you know, and I got this shit going on while that shit about to come right behind it. Then I'm gonna come behind that. So I'm about to, I'm about to fuck them up and tell them. Then man, come home this year. So I'm about to, we gonna fuck them up. Yeah, free main. I'm looking forward to yeah. you guys getting back together, dropping the music. But you're right up there with the legends in in your home state with Boosie, Kevin Gates, Cash Money. They inspired you as well. But Dundre, right. when you look at Dundre and then Meezy, Lil Fat, you're right up there with all your inspirations. Real shit. Yeah, R.P. Lil Dundre, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Click tight boy and shit. Boy, what you know about that, man? Yeah. <laughs> Real. You got that yeah, right. Right there. RP Dundre, man. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it's good to be up here with the legends and shit. You know? Mm-hmm. It just be like, <clears throat> where I'm from, the bitches don't really give you your flowers till it's too late. So, you know. It's a shame. They don't man. tell a nigga that shit, but I know what it is. They know what it is. We all know. Nigga been putting this shit down and staying silent and never stopping. So, yeah, they, they know a nigga a legend. They know a nigga up there. 100%. And you also have some work with Ethica. Shout out to Ethica. I've done some work with their artists, Paperboard Casino, B-Sim. You got some merch on the way. Yeah, I got my own Ethica box. It's about to drop. Fire. Some Luau bitches. It's, it's going to have... Man, it's going to have... Them bitches so precious. You know they my favorite color, purple. You know they purple. That bitch got the little Welcome to Baton Rouge sign on them. Got the spider chain on them. Like, them bitches, they're they going to be... I think they're going to be the hardest Ethica... Boxes that ever drop. CEO Spider Gang. Yeah. 
for sure. You, you already know we're, we're spreading that. What are you doing as far as giving back? Because I know you you give back all the time. So what are some upcoming drives that you're doing in the near future? I know school's going to be going back in three months after summer, but what are some things you got planned for giving back? Yeah, for sure. I'm a um, nigga got to fuck with a school drive or some shit. I, I was doing a turkey drive in my hood. I was fucking with that. I got to start that back up, do that shit again. It's just been a lot. Like, over the last year, I ain't I ain't do really no give back shit. Yeah, I ain't get to do no shit last year. But this year, I'm for sure back in it. I'm going to fuck with it. It was just too much going on. I couldn't really. I, I was, you know what I'm saying, discombobulated for real. But for sure, I'm going to start back with the um, web-giving turkey giveaway and the back-to-school shit. Because, you know, got to give back. Yeah. To- Especially where we come from and shit. Yeah, you, you got it. And you know the importance of it because it's going to pay dividends for you. But I remember reading about your Chevrolet Corvette. You totaled yeah. the car, man. Like, how much of a resemblance did you notice with Kanye's story with that? Because he also had that bad car accident when, when he was <laughs> on the way up there. Shit, I don't, I don't, I ain't have to rap through the wire. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> it was just. <laughs> It was a, a fucking lesson and a blessing at the same time because I could have died. If the motherfucking en- I'm so happy that Corvettes put their engine in the trunk because I ran dead smack into a tree. Like the tree was like down there to the windshield of that bitch. You know what I'm saying? So they said if the trunk, I mean, if the motor was in the front, the whole car would have blew up. I would have died. But I came off that bitch. I was straight. I just my my shoulder and my back was a little so and shit. But I was good. It's just that shit was a lesson learned, bro. That was a that was a hellified, crazy ass day right there. Cause I did I did a lot of shit. I can't even speak on on this shit. Yeah, that no, don't 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 get yourself. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna be the one to bait you here. Leave that for yeah, Vlad. <laughs> look, yeah, I, I respect it. I appreciate interviewers like you, my nigga, who just really just you know is genuine. It ain't no. Trying to get a nigga to say nothing crazy or start no beef or get a nigga locked up. Because the nigga Vlad, I know I, I probably wouldn't go back on that show because, man, I was fresh home on parole. First interview with Vlad. I don't and know he was asking you how you were out of state, right? Yeah he, yeah. he first asked me, are you still on parole, right? I'm like, yeah. I'm not paying attention to what is going on. I'm just so excited to be on the show. So I own this shit. So I'm like... Yeah, he like, yeah, um, well, you're out here in Houston. You stay in Houston now. So how does that work? Like, you don't get in trouble for that and shit? And at the time, I was on parole from my grandma's house who I don't even be there. I just, whenever I know the P.O. come and check on the nigga and shit, I go down there and do this. But I was trying to stay away from Baton Rouge and shit. So that shit kind of like, if they would have seen that shit, it would have started some shit. Thank God they didn't. You know what I'm saying? But. Yeah, that nigga, that nigga fucked up. Culture vulture. He's toxic. I don't know why <laughs> people keep going on his platform. He stinks. But in <laughs> another way, stinks. but you, you've ain't no coming down. Go crazy. You've come a long way, and you just preaching about even when beefs do come up, you're you're big on fans. Don't don't split between one artist and the other. You should rock with the artist no matter what, even if you're going to right. go sign with the the other ones. Right, that's what I always tell the fans, because music ain't never did nobody nothing, for real. Like, like people will be around me and shit, they'll be like, oh, I don't want to play nobody you beefing with or this or that. I'm like, I don't give a fuck who you play. If the song go hard, I'm going to bump that bitch, because the music ain't do me nothing. Like, I, I just, 
I love music. I'm a student of the music, so I ain't on no shit like that. And I don't think no fans should be doing no shit like that because, like, what the fuck? Y'all not really spending or in it? <laughs> like, y'all not. Why would you ride for some people who don't even know you or wouldn't ride for you? And you got your own shit going on. So just use the music as motivation. If you getting anything else from the music other than motivation or, you know, helping you through a hard time and this, that type of shit, if you getting a feeling to want to do some other shit, man, you bumping the wrong shit anyway. Yeah. You got to watch what you putting in your ears, what you, you know what I'm saying? What type of energy you feeding off of. Simple. You got that right, man. I don't, like leave, I don't listen to that type of shit. I be riding around, I ride around to some fucking key sweat R&B shit. Okay, like Twisted. Yeah. Nobody, like the classic R&B. Yeah, that motherfucking, um, what's that bitch? That bitch we always do. <laughs> Oh, how deep is your love? That's the bitch. Okay, yeah, that's that's one of the key first. There's a right way and a wrong way. Yeah, all, I fuck with all this shit though. I fuck with all kind of R and B, Mary J. Blige, all that shit. I like I like new R and B people too, like Tim's. I like her music for real. Like that free mind. That bitch used to really free my mind and shit. Get me, you know, through some shit. Mm-hmm. Calm me down. Have you thought about reaching out to like a Keith Sweat or any '90s R&B legend or any R&B artist in general to get a collaboration into? Because that's an interest of yours. I'd be interested. Out the sweat, man. Put Keith Sweat on some a hook or something, <laughs> boy. But I don't think them niggas like them. They don't be into the social media shit, so it ain't as easy as to get. In, you know. But if if it was a way, if you got a line on them, send it my way. I'm gonna hit that boy up. I'm yeah. gonna try to hit one of his notes on that bitch and let him know. I really been bumping this shit, boy. Get on some shit with me, man. For real. But for real, I'm about to, whenever that nigga, I know he going on tour and shit, I'm trying to go there with me and my girl. We trying to go fuck with that. Yeah. When we look at Web Life 4, it's just the messages on that album are so impactful. You speaking about Louis Farrakhan, just everything we, we talked about earlier on the album. I look at it as one of the top representations for the whole Louisiana. Because when we look at New York, we have, we think Illmatic. That's the, the ultimate New York hip-hop album. What would you say is the ultimate nice. album for Louisiana? What would you say is Louisiana's Illmatic? Well, it's hard. i probably say, damn, it's hard. Because if we're doing that, we got to go back to some old shit, too. So... The Carter Three, that's a big one. I, I swear to God, I was about to say, but I wouldn't say three. I'd say two. Two, I like two better. Yeah, I like two. And Wayne, that's my favorite rapper of all time. Like rapper wise, you know what I'm saying? Wayne, he number one on my list forever. So yeah, I have to go with that, or like some Soldier Slim shit, you know, years later type shit. But I say that or. If we won't keep it on some BR shit too, Baton Rouge, my city, we got to say like motherfucking Boosie and Webby ghetto stores. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Web Life 4 is up there though. Fucking You're seeing right, the impact. You're seeing the impact. Yeah, it's up there, man. That's what I want. That's what I want from this shit. I want my shit to be like that for where I'm from. And the young niggas where I'm from to look at that shit like that. So, you know, we making history right now. You already know. That's a fact. Tech, I want to thank you for coming on the show here today, man. I had a great time speaking with you. Is there anything else you want to let your fans know that we didn't talk about and touch on? 
Uh, just go screen web life four front to back. Keep running that bitch up, man. I'm telling you, once you look into that shit, you're going to be hooked and you're going to stay here. That's every fan. You know, they get stuck in the web. They ain't going nowhere. So, yeah, keep on streaming that web life four. Keep running that shit up. Freely measy. Uh, freely chunky. Free all the real ones. Fuck all the fake niggas. Like that. You already but know. Yo, you already know. Shout out to your shout management. For sure. Shout out to my dog Reed, man. Real one. Shout out to you for having a nigga, man. You know, we I hope we do some more interviews. You know, you 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 raw with this shit. I fuck with you. Oh, I appreciate that tech, man. It, it means a lot. Keep doing keep keeping it real, man. That's the most important thing and being yourself and be, and being a real one out here because there's not too many like you. It's on two hands pretty much when we look at the whole industry of newer real artists shit. nowadays. Be, being yourself. Right. So it's all love, bro. Stay up, man. You, you know too, man. Saying? They can follow right, you on bro. Instagram and Twitter at, at tech underscore. Yeah. Yeah. On, on Instagram, TC underscore. On Twitter, tech underscore Luwak. You hear me? So, yeah, go fuck with that. You know what I'm saying? And that's what it is, man. You know, just believe in yourself and everybody else going to believe that type of shit, man. Keep going for sure. All love, bro. All love, man. Take care, stay safe, and and you're always welcome on the show, man. We'll tap in soon. Bet. I'll be back. Bet. Absolutely, man. Take care and enjoy the rest of your day, man. For sure. You too, bro. Peace out.